Welcome to the Octo Podcast, everybody. Hello and welcome back to the Optodome Podcast, everybody. Uh, lot to unpack. Uh, crazy, crazy fun weekend. A um, lot of stuff going on. We got the MLB trade deadlines approaching. Um, we got news finally on the suspension of Deshaun Watson. We can kind of lay that story to bed. Maybe I don't know. It's some interesting, um, interesting details. How many games he got? We'll get into that. That's kind of up there a lot of guys got paid over the weekend and since i talked to you guys last um so we'll break down some contracts which ones i like the most a couple receivers got paid big um so that's interesting that we'll get to that um like i said we'll get into the trade deadline um some moves some whispers some rumors we got uh, that's that's wrapping up today i think it's six eastern um, but I do want to start off with something that is a little more on a, a lighter tone, um, just to kind of, I think it, it really paves the way for anything else that we're about to talk about. So I feel like this should come first. And we did lose, um, <clears throat> we did lose Bill Russell, who was um, way before my time. So I'm not going to talk from like I have personal experience, but from after hearing this, I did go back and I know of, the only thing I knew of Bill Russell was... He was the guy that won 11 rings, and he was pretty good back in the day, like old back in the day. Like he was really dominant in his time. That's all I really knew about Bill Russell. So <clears throat> I knew he was really respected around the league. He was one of the good players. I mean, he's, you, you don't talk about the NBA without Bill Russell. Like he is part of the NBA story. Um, so I knew uh, like the minor details uh, of through all of that, but. After this, I did I did go back and really look into his his life and his career and what he did, and he's a Hall of Famer on the court for sure. But what he's done off of the off of the court, he's really a Hall of Famer in that aspect too. I didn't know a lot of the stuff that he did. I did not know um, about him being the first black coach in any North American sport. I did not know that was Bill Russell. Um, that's I paving the way um oh, what was the other thing uh shoot now I'm drawing a blank on what I was talking about but he was like he paved the way in so much for these guys and what he did oh he led like a walkout for players like he a restaurant refused to serve him and he was like well then I'm refusing to play the game and so he like walked out you know and he's like a really great player he says, it'd be like LeBron James like if something happened to him he's like I'm out you know, LeBron doesn't have to go through that. He doesn't not. You know, these guys don't have to know what this experience is because he's paved that way. So he's such a such a strong foundational piece, uh, piece in the storyline of the NBA. So I mean, you just yeah. <clears throat> on the surface, you for for guys my age and, and you know that didn't grow up with Bill Russell, you, you kind of you got to really go do some research on him because man, he's a, a big piece. And I was just barely chipping away. I mean, there's so much more. Like he's he was such a great player, and um, to lose him was sad. I believe he was uh, – oh, I don't want to get this wrong. I know – I almost know it was 88. Um, was he 88? 
Uh, he was 88, I believe. Now I gotta look it up because I'm gonna feel bad, like, not knowing. I, I wanna say. 88. Yes, okay, so he was 88. He had just turned 88. Um. So, that, yeah, I just wanted to, I've learned to start off with that, not to be like, let's bring it on the mood and then try to bring it back up. It was more to, <clears throat> because a lot of these stories that we're going to be talking about, they wouldn't be happening um, with without Bill Russell. I mean, even though they might not be basketball-related stories, he's one of these guys that paved the way in, in, in this world for other guys. They don't have to go through that. You know, we're not repeating the cycle because he's like, mm, this doesn't make sense. This is, so... I just wanted to put that out there, and he definitely deserves all the, the credits and kudos, and it'll be interesting to see what the NBA does coming forward. Um, the season to honor him, that'll be pretty good. I've seen, I've been, now I'm seeing all the videos of him talking to Kobe. That video was really good. If you haven't seen it, go, there's a video of, there's a clip of him talking to Kobe Bryant on uh, court side. They're talking, and it was just really good. So I, I would look, go look at that one. There was another funny one was um, him, Magic, and Bird. They're all kind of clowning each other. I think I don't know what they were doing, but they, they were cl they're all clowning each other. It's really good. You got to go check that out. Those are just some really good clips going around too. That's the only. There's one good positive note is is now we we can go back and, and review these guys. Like we can see them. Like oh yeah, you know. Whereas back then you really couldn't. You didn't capture everything on your cell phone. So like you didn't have. You just had some photos, you know, that you would go get made. <clears throat> But now everything's captured, so that is a good thing about what helps with losing someone is going, being able to go back and, you know, it's like they're there, but they're not. You know, you can sit there and talk to them. Not, you can talk to them. You can sit there and, and, and hear them talk, rather. Talk to them. Yeah, you can, I guess you can talk to them. Um, so, with that, that is leading into the big the big deals in the NFL. I want to, I want to talk about these NFL deals that got done, and I'll tell you which one I kind of like better. And because one is one I, that doesn't make sense for me on the player side, but um, Debo Samuel got paid from 49ers. We knew this was going to happen. You know, they've been talking about oh trades, blah blah blah, trade. I want to trade. What it had come down to was he was not trying to be the guinea pig, do it all guy, and not get paid for it. So I think he got paid for it with. A new deal that is, um, he gets a three-year deal. I was like, I knew it was three years. Uh, three-year deal, forty-one million guaranteed at signing, or no? Oh yeah, at signing, but there is fifty-eight million guaranteed total. <clears throat> the deal, he's a three-year, seventy-one point five million dollar deal. So he's definitely getting paid to do it all. That that was the issue. He's like, hey, I'm I'm the running back. I'm the offense. Every screen, end around, I'm doing everything. I'm the, you know. And so he's like, you gotta pay me for that. Like I don't. Otherwise, he said, I just want to be a receiver. I just want to be a receiver. But Shanahan's like, we can do a lot more with you. And uh, he's like, okay, pay me then. You gotta have to pay me. I don't. I don't think a trade was ever gonna happen. Spoiler alert. This is not the deal. I thought it was bad. This is a no-brainer ballpark. Got it. Hey, hit it out of the ballpark kind of deal. You got to do it. Um, 49ers had to give what they had to do. I mean, they're not going to be – hopefully they're going to be – Jimmy G will be off the books, so you're going to have some money, so give it to Debo, who's deserving. Um, 
this makes a whole lot of sense. This makes him really good. You get it done and out of the way. Now you can just go play ball. He's not thinking about, ah, oh, I should have a contract. Uh, I need a contract. You know, that's I love teams that do this. You got to get it done before this season. You got to nip it in the bud. If you have to pay, if you're not going to pay, then you need to be like, all right, we got to move on. Don't be that team that does a Baker hostage situation where you just, you just, you just keep the person now. You can't do all that. You can't be like, we're not trading you, and you're not playing. You're our third-string guy, and we're not giving you away. And then, you know, finally cave. I mean, that's silly. You know, you're just burning bridges that don't need to be burned. So, all around, good good deal for uh, the 49ers. They're going to be scary if Trey Lance is what they, what they think he is. I'm just saying, they're going to be a solid team. They got all their weapons in, peace, in place. <clears throat> um... They don't have really too much of a weakness. I'd say the back end of their defense maybe a little weak. Their, their front their front seven's just uh, a tier. Come on now, they're up there with to me with Buffalo, uh, Rams, and yeah, they just they're gonna be scary good if the Trey Lance is what he's, what he's supposed to be, man. So that leaves the other another deal that I didn't like. Um, didn't really make sense to me for the player. So Seattle, um, Seattle gets a deal done. They're doing a three-year, seventy-two million dollar deal with DK, and fifty-eight point two is guaranteed. So DK is getting paid the big bucks, just like Debo. You know he don't have to do as much, so that's interesting. It's not having to do as much, but. That's neither here nor that. What it doesn't make sense for me is he's the star of a team that's going to be bad for a while. I hate to say it, Seattle fans. Even if you get, even if they get Jimmy G, they're not going to be good. I'm going to tell you why. Jimmy G's not good. So any team he's on is not good. You know why Jimmy G looked good? He's average. He's an average quarterback. Just an average quarterback. Maybe slightly above average quarterback. If you want to give him that extra little credit. Um, but... Why he worked in the 49ers offense with Shanahan? Because Shanahan can make a guy look really good. He turned a really, really great quarterback, Matt Ryan, into an MVP. It's He upgrades whatever you have by one notch. If he had Tom Brady, I, I mean, he's capped out, but he would cap it out easily. It would be too easy for him. If he has a certain quarterback, whatever tier they're in, he's bumping them up a tier. That's just the Kyle Shanahan effect. And... Um, so I, I just don't think Jimmy G is going to do anything in with Seattle because that's the only team I hear now talking for Jimmy G because he's going to be ready to throw here in a week or two or so. We're going to find out where he's going. I've heard now Seattle is the big team. Doesn't make sense to me. Don't care because I don't think it does anything for Seattle but keeps them down the tubes where they would have been with Drew Locke. <clears throat> if they start the season with Drew Locke, they're going to be terrible. If they start the season with Jimmy G, they're going to be terrible because Jimmy G is going to get just smacked up and he's going to want to sit out. He's going to pretend to be injured because he's going to be injured so many times he's going to just be I just I'm injured. We're done for the season. Jimmy G's not a guy that likes to get knocked around at all, and he's always had a good line in San Fran. And guess what Russell Wilson's played with down there? You think it's gotten better? No, the Russ left because they weren't going to make it better. So if you think for any minute that Jimmy G is going to take all these sacks that they're going to be – Giving away, especially playing the, the the Rams twice. Oh, come, give me a break. Those two games alone are going to be just the 
debacles, dude. Um, so that's not going to work. So they're going to be bad. They're going to be having to rebuild. They're 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 selling away the pieces. They're they're giving away the farm. <clears throat> Their defense is atrocious. It's it's Bobby Wagner's gone. Jamal Adams gone. All these guys gone. You know, there's no Legion of Boone coming back to that door. So they're just a mess. I'm not going to lie. The Seahawks are a mess, and they refuse. To me, they feel like they refuse to. Oh, it's on my nose. They feel like they, um, I don't know. They just, they don't know what they're doing. That's, with an old Pete Carroll, they don't want to rebuild. But but then he now he stays, and he said he come out, he had bluffed. He never wanted to leave anyways. Why? What's wrong with you? I mean, you I, you got to be on a team that's one to compete, and you can't get guys until you draft good guys and prove that you can compete. It starts with a quarterback. If you have a quarterback, anyone will want to come play with you. You know, offensive, wide receiver wise, just they just want a good quarterback that's going to give them the ball and take care of them. So I uh, I don't know. I don't like the deal. I think he should have went somewhere else. I think the grass is going to going to be a lot greener anywhere else. I think a lot of teams would have want would have would have sought after his talent and. It would have made a lot of sense to get out of there while they're going to be – these three years that he signed, they're going to be terrible. So he signed – he just got – this contract was just to get a bunch of money. So he just got a bunch of money. They're going to be bad. His stats will be pretty good. You know, he's he'll keep doing his – I mean, they'll, they'll feed him the ball. Whatever quarterback is there that stanks, Drew Locke or Jimmy G, they're going to feed him the ball. Tyler Lockett will eventually leave. He's older than him, so he'll be out of there, I think. Um, and then it's just gonna only be him, and then he's just gonna be like that. Um, I mean, like that meme was it that that Will Smith that freshman's belly or meme we walked in, we're like looking around, there's somebody there, something like that. He's gonna be the only guy, and then he'll end up going somewhere else after the three years. Mark my words. In three years, he'll be signing somewhere else. I'd watch it be like the Rams. It'll be like the Rams or something at the time. I don't know. Who was going to be good? The Bengals. He'll sign with the Bengals. Play with Jamar Chase. <clears throat> um, okay, so we got to talk about the big the big uh, elephant in the room here. And that's a uh, suspension on uh, – was suspension on <laughs> – uh, Deshaun Watson, he gets six games. He gets six games. What? Um, <laughs> let me show you guys this little something here. This is this right here. Make this make sense. So we got to list this, all these suspensions right here. What 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 are, what are you, Calvin Ridley? My my Calvin Ridley now <clears throat> on on my Falcons gets seventeen games for betting on games a whole season. May miss he may miss eleven million in his salary. They might may he may not get that. Montez Burfitt, twelve games for targeting. Okay. So far, it makes makes sense. I mean, it, it really seems like right now you're really strong against betting. Betting's bad. Trying to kill people with your your helmet and your your own body. 
Not as bad. Okay. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins got he got the same six games as Watson, and he took performance enhancing drugs. So, whatever that was, if it was messed, he didn't mean to. Whatever, who cares? He takes them. I'm sure he's not uh, juicing or anything. I, I feel like he just took something that he didn't know he was wasn't supposed to. Okay, so he took that. A lot less worse than than trying to hurt somebody with your body. Okay, yeah, half of it. Okay, oh yeah, yeah. Makes, uh, I'm following you. Martavius Bryant, indefinitely weed. Okay, now, now now you lost me. Now you lost me. <clears throat> it started off rough when betting was so bad, but okay, this jump here makes sense. It, weed indefinitely. Josh Gordon over his career has been suspended twenty five plus games for weed. Um. Okay, why not indefinitely? You, you didn't like Martavius Bryant, huh? <clears throat> Darren Wall, 16 games for substance abuse. What? Now, what's a substance abuse compared to PEDs compared to weed? Why is it, where do you factor, where's your math in getting 16 games versus 25 plus games to inf indefinitely and six? Your numbers are <laughs> not making sense. And then we get Deshaun Watson, who has 25 accusations against him against um, inappropriate actions, uh, <clears throat> sexual misconduct, we'll say. Uh, uh, 25 out against him. That's the same as using performance-enhancing drugs. <laughs> Doing some very disturbing things at a massage parlor is the same thing as, oops, I took the wrong uh, medication and now I, I'm going to come up for, for PEDs. Those guys are the same guys. I'm, I'm just saying, we, we got to make it. We really got to make it make, make sense. Um... It's it's got to make sense, cause that that doesn't that doesn't make any sense at all. I I don't understand where he comes up with his rulings of how long you're gonna be suspended, and it's never made sense. He's always fumbled the bag on this stuff. It's they just need to have somebody come up on, like I don't know how they do it, but it needs to be like an outside someone hired out to do something to do it. Not him. He should not be involved in it at all. Roger Goodell, the NFL, in general, they just they they really fumble the bag at all at all times on this thing. On all fronts, they're just bad across the board. They never made made sense about anything when it comes to suspended players and and shit like that. Uh, I, I it's fucking silly. It it doesn't even make sense to tell me that a guy smoking weed is a whole lot worse. Then somebody that goes into a massage parlor and is just whipping out their dick, like, yeah, I'm gonna hop, hop on it. Come on, dog. You're you're feeding me you're feeding me garbage, and I, I'm not here for it. So that, that that situation's a mess, especially for betting games being way longer. Um, so let let's get into some trade deadline, wrap it up for you, because that's what's gonna be popping today. 
is the old trade deadline. Um, <clears throat> Shohei Otani. So for whatever reason, the Angels were talking about. Ah, uh, yeah, they're gonna go. They're gonna get rid of. Uh, they're willing to trade him, which I wasn't buying it for a second. Um, they've come out now and said, yeah, now we're gonna hang on to Otani. So I think some teams put in some offers, made some offers, but it just didn't make any sense uh, to get rid of him. Uh, that was just some some garbage. Um, the other big name that we want to knock out before we just go through some stuff is uh, Juan Soto. Juan Soto, still, I I don't think he gets he goes anywhere at all. Um, Cardinals, Padres, and Dodgers are the teams to be in the mix. Um, every they've ever they've gone back and forth said every one of these teams has been the favorite to get him. Um, I think right now they're all chipping away. Any one of them could get him. I don't think he will move. I would love the Cardinals to get Soto and keep Arenado and uh, Goldschmidt. I think we would could win a World Series, especially adding Jose Quintana, which was a little surprising move that the Cardinals did. I'd like to see them get some more rotation, uh, get some more pitching of either, either kind. Uh, Luis Castillo was a good one. I thought would have been good, but that, let's let's go ahead and just talk about all the all the, bit, the moves out here. To me, I felt like this was a really quiet MLB trade deadline. I feel like they're just putting out a couple big stories like Otani and Soto, just because it's so dead and no one's really getting moved at all. Like there's only like three or four teams that are all that are all gonna probably have a good shot in the playoffs. They're the ones only ones making moves. For instance, the Mariners got uh, Carlos Santana. The Mariners made some pretty solid moves. This one was all right. Not, I don't know about that. Let's see. Carlos Santana, he's 36, batting 203, nine home runs, and 33 RBIs. So, yeah, I, I don't know if that does anything for them at all. Uh, I, I really don't. I really don't think that does anything for them. Um, the Yankees got Andrew Benatini, uh from the Royals. I thought that was decent move, but... Okay, keep a track on how many different teams we're going to talk about. Some other teams made moves, but I'm talking about big moves. Like the Mets acquired Taylor, Tyler Naquin. Uh, I don't know. But the Mariners, again. They got Luis Castillo, which I thought was a really good move. Um, made a lot of sense. Helped that pitching. And uh, he's been a stud this year, so why not get him while the strike while the iron's hot and do it and get it done? It makes a whole lot of sense. Um, the Cardinals got Jojo Romero, who I didn't hear about this deal, so I don't know who he is, so I got to look him up. Um, I guess we can see. Let's see. Jojo Romero. Let's see this guy. No, he's pitching. Then I have him on ESPN. Like his stats on it. Oh, here we go. He has a 13.5 ERA. Like, how many games? He went an inning against the Cubs. Gave up four hits, three runs. A home run and a walk. Uh, against Miami, went an inning, got a strikeout. Okay. I have his career pitching. I want this season. Like, what has he done this season? 
Zero saves. So he's a relief pitcher. So we'll see. We'll see what that turns into. So I don't know. Like that's just well, like every team made like a eh move and then a okay move. <laughs> because I think Cardinals made a better better move when they got Jose Quintana from the Pirates, who's three and five and three fifty ERA, eighty nine Ks, a whip of one point two seven. He's kind of had a little resurgence because he, he had a really good, strong years with the Cubs, and he dipped down and then he's come back now. Um, but for the Pirates, that's pretty good stats because they're not that – I mean, against Miami, he went seven innings, four hits, four Ks, five innings against Colorado, had roughed up. He went five and two-thirds, four hits, no earned run. Not bad. Seven Ks against the Yankees. He went five innings, six hits, one run, seven Ks against the Yankees. So, get him a get him in the right situation. Might be that might be good for him. So that uh, I did like that move. Um, we got we got Red Sox got Tommy Pham. Astros got Christian Vasquez, um, catcher batting two eighty two, eight home runs, forty two RBI. So solid for a catcher. You, you get a catcher batting two eighty two. That's that's solid. Um, Yankees got Frankie Montez and Lou Torino. From the A's, Padres' big move I liked was them getting Josh Hader. That's a good move there. Astros got Trey Mancini, um, and that's really about all, only big moves. So not a lot of lot of moves getting made. Um, just some. Oh, okay. Mets got Daniel uh, Vogelbach from the Pirates. So other than that, really nothing. I feel like there's not going to be any big moves this year. Nothing splashy. It's going to be a quiet. And trade deadline. Nothing else is gonna pop off today. I doubt. De- the, only, if, the only thing would be crazy. They got a Soto deal to the Cardinals, and I'd be okay. And we'd be all right. You know, bring Soto to the Cardinals, and we're good. You're pitching when your pitching's down a little bit this year with injuries and stuff. Just bring in more bats. Just score more runs in them. Be able to just imagine having to go against Goldie, Soto, Arenado. Damn, son. That'd be nasty. Right, but I don't know if it gets done. There's too many, too much money tied up to those guys. I don't know if they're, they're going to be willing to pay. Cardinals don't like paying that much. I can't believe they went and got Goldie and then got Arenado. That's what's surprising me. So the fact that we're not getting anybody tells me that's probably what's going to happen. We're not going to get anybody. Made a couple little cheap deals. Got some guys, whatever. Jose Quintana is a low-risk deal to bring in. Hopefully they make another move. Um, but, Yeah. That's about all I got for you guys. So, um, oh, how could I fucking forget? This Thursday, football's back, boys. Football is back Thursday. We get the Hall of Fame game, Jags and the Raiders. So, we're back, boys. We're back. We're going to be talking football soon. We're going to be talking it's about that time of year. Football's back. Postseason baseball. Football and postseason baseball. Here we go. Then then, then NBA starts. So, with that, uh, we'll let you go with Nala saying her, her two cents here now. Um, we'll let you all go. Love you all, guys. Have a good one. Peace.